What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Mind for Muscle podcast. I'm your host, Nick Boletto. This is the first episode of this podcast, and I'm just going to dive right in, tell you guys a little bit about myself, who I am, what I do, share a bit of my story uh, and why I started this podcast, what you can expect from it. But before we jump into all of that, if you guys are listening to this on uh, Apple Music or iTunes, go ahead and give this a five-star rating. And maybe at the end of the episode, go back and review it. I would really appreciate it. And Apple Music greatly rewards the podcasts that have high ratings and good reviews. So please do that for me if you're looking forward to the Mind for Muscle podcast. Now, let's jump right on in. So as I said, my name is Nick Boletto. I'm 24 years old, and I'm an online fitness coach. Uh, I have been coaching for about four years now, since I was a sophomore in college, was my first kind of gig. I've had five different internships in the field at this point, working from powerlifter, strongman, uh, bodybuilding, general kind of health and fitness people to collegiate and professional athletes. I've worked as a sports scientist, as a biomechanist. So I have a lot of experience in the field. I also completed a degree from the University of South Carolina in exercise science, which when I graduated was the number one exercise science program in the country, and it was also the number one honors college in the country. So it's a pretty, pretty good bachelor degree or just about as good as you can get for a bachelor's degree in the field, and I'm very proud of that. Uh, so I've been online fitness coaching for about two and a half years now. I've been doing it full-time uh, since January of 2018, or at least pursuing it full-time. Uh, within the last few months, I've gotten to a point where I am making a full-time income, and I'm really excited to be full-time with this. That is giving me the time to do stuff like this, like creating this podcast. I think that I have a really unique story. I think it's really relatable, and I think that I'm pretty good with words. So I want to put this out there for people to listen to. You know, whether you're listening to this on your drive to the gym or listening to this on your commute to work, maybe you're listening to this over breakfast. I'm not sure, but I hope that you guys enjoy this. Now let's dive into my story. Why don't we? So. I told you guys a little bit about my background in the field, um, but my story is a lot more than just going to school and getting a degree and having some really good experiences in exercise science. So starting back in high school, I wasn't the best baseball player, but baseball was the sport that I loved. Um, and when I became a senior in high school, I went from being just kind of good enough to play JV baseball to somebody who potentially could play Division One baseball. I went from really just playing JV to almost overnight, I was getting uh, offers to play Division One baseball from basically all the Ivy League schools because I'm a bit of a nerd, as you'll find out listening to this podcast. And just as quickly as my dreams were starting to come true of getting to play baseball in college and hopefully even professionally at a very high level, I those dreams, those dreams were crushed. Uh, I tore the ligament in my elbow, that Tommy John surgery repairs the ulnar collateral ligament, 
and that was uh, quite the blow for me. So I can actually remember back when the doctor told me the news that I had torn this ligament. The first reaction that I had actually, well, I mean, I was sad for a little bit, but my first reaction, the first thing I said to him was, can I start lifting weights then? It was weird. It was almost like it was almost like a higher power like placed this idea inside of me that I was going to replace what I had been doing with baseball with lifting weights and he said that, you know, once the swelling went down and the pain had subsided, I really should have no problem lifting weights and so that's exactly what I did. I got into the gym probably maybe even the day after the diagnosis after the MRI and I just started lifting weights and I fell in love with it right away. And albeit I didn't get great results right away, you know, and I still don't really have that great of results. I'm not the most jacked. I'm not, you know, shredded six pack and I don't have the best powerlifting numbers in the world, but I learned a lot and I spent basically every waking moment that I had studying and thinking about training and nutrition and how I could improve my body. And what I saw more so than physical results was the way that the barbell was changing my life, which is why I started this podcast. However, all of that still doesn't tell the whole story. So I got into weight training my senior year of high school and really seriously once I got to college. But while I was in college, I really, really struggled with some mental health stuff. Uh, specifically diagnose anxiety and depression. And while I was in college, I didn't want to admit to myself that something was going on with my mental health. You know, I grew up kind of under this idea that if something was wrong with your mental health, if you had mental health illness, that something was wrong with you. And that's a really, really unfortunate kind of idea that I think a lot of young people are kind of thrust into that people who have mental health illness, something is wrong with them. And I was such a high achiever as I've kind of already outlined. And if you follow me on Instagram, which you definitely should, or if you're friends with me on Facebook, which you should totally add me on Facebook, you probably know that I'm a high achiever. And so I I couldn't believe that there could be this underlying issue. You know, I didn't want to believe that something was wrong with me and I wasn't capable of understanding that mental health illness and something being wrong with you are not one in the same. So I struggled throughout all of college with this issue, with this anxiety and this depression. And basically the only things that were getting me by were that one, I was achieving at a very high level. And two, I was weight training. And I just loved that. And I put everything that I could into that. But then when college finished for me, I got a job working at Temple University as a strength and conditioning coach with the football team. And we finished our first or at my first training camp, which if you're unfamiliar with collegiate strength and conditioning and college football in general, training camp is a lot. So during this period, I was probably working about 90 hours a week or so. Uh, most days I was there before 5 a.m. and I was there until 8 or 9 p.m., five to seven days a week for a month straight. And I had never had a workload like that. And it was intimidating and overwhelming. And 
I got through it mostly because I just turned my brain on full on work mode and that was okay. But when it ended, I didn't get the adequate time to decompress. So I was kind of struggling with this really bad anxiety and I hadn't had an opportunity to really confront it. And I remember we went to our first away game at Notre Dame and I was laying in my bed in the hotel room and we had a meeting for all of the strength and conditioning staff. And I just flat out could not go to the meeting. I experienced my first ever full-blown anxiety attack. It was so paralyzing. I mean, I could not breathe. It felt like I had a thousand pound weight on my chest. I couldn't so much as move. I don't even remember being able to blink. And I can just remember feeling tears just streaming down my eyes, feeling like if you guys have seen Get Out, like it literally felt like I was in the, I forget what it's called, the forbidden place or the, the sunken place. That's what it is. I felt like I was in the sunken place. Like I was just not in my body and I could just feel the tears streaming down my face and I was just so scared. But I didn't understand what was going on. And furthermore, I didn't want to admit that I had a serious problem. And so I actually lied and I told my boss that, uh, that I had fallen asleep and, you know, understandably. So he gave me some shit for it when we got back from the, the travels. And then I eventually came clean because I felt so bad that I had basically failed at my job because that is what happened. I mean, I didn't show up when he needed me to show up. And so I felt so bad about failing at the job. I actually came clean and told him what had actually happened. And thankfully, he was understanding and a good enough person to force me to do something about it. And so he actually told me just not to come back to work until I had things figured out. And unfortunately, that just made me spiral even more. And the anxiety attacks came often. So I was only off for work for a few days. and. The anxiety attacks were happening multiple times a day at this point because I think I the anxiety just got so much worse from you know the fact that I basically had gotten let go from this job. And I can remember sitting in my room and my mom who fosters kittens um, because she, she's a saint and she does things like that. She's saved hundreds of lives at this point. So I have all these kittens crawling around in my room and they're just playing and being adorable. And instead of having normal thoughts like, wow, that's a cute kitten. Instead, the thoughts that were going through my brain were, wow, I wish I could make them stop. Maybe if I bash their head in, then they'll stop running around and making noise. And I remember relaying that thought to my mom and her being like understandably really scared and quite frankly, not wanting me in the house. And so she gave me the tough love that I needed. And she told me that if I didn't go see a therapist, she was going to kick me out. I had two days to get an appointment booked. So I went to a trusted friend, a mentor of mine, my boss. Uh, she's, she's a lot to me. She's, she's a great person. I'm going to have her on the show actually in a few episodes. So look forward to hearing from her. But she actually referred me to her therapist, which if you guys are in the market for a therapist and you're looking for some ideas of how to, how to find one, my best advice is to go to somebody you trust 
maybe not like a best friend or a family member because that might be a little complicated, but somebody that you really trust, that you respect, that you look up to and see it, just ask them if they've ever been. And if they had a good experience with a therapist, they'll probably refer you to theirs and it'll take so much of the stress that goes into finding a good therapist out. So like I said, my boss referred me to her therapist and I started going and things got worse at first, um, which is pretty understandable. Uh, if you're familiar with the human body, you know, if you get a cut on your arm, the first like day or two when you're recovering from that cut, it's actually more painful than the cut itself was, but eventually it heals up. And that's exactly what therapy was like for me. So I got a little worse before I got better. But something else happened while I started going to therapy that just completely changed my life forever. I actually got in this car accident. I was coming home from work. I started uh, back at Temple. So I was working at Temple and I was coming home from work late one night and it was raining really hard and I was approaching this bridge um, and the bridge tended to flood when it rained really hard. So I was trying to get over a lane. And as I got over, I had plenty of time to get over. As I got over, the cars in front of me started to break. So obviously, I started to break, and the car behind me just plowed right into the back of me. And the kid who was driving, I, I didn't know it was a kid at the time, but it ended up being this 17-year-old kid who had just gotten his license. His girlfriend was in the passenger seat. It, the car wasn't even in his name, and he just wasn't paying attention and just rammed right into the back of my car, totaled my car. And funny enough, or not really funny enough, but kind of funny, at least ironic, like the week after this car accident, the car that I was driving had a nationwide recall for faulty airbags. So the airbag didn't go off. And I could just remember gripping the steering wheel with the all out death grip, trying to basically stop myself from smashing my head into the steering wheel or into the dashboard. And I managed to walk away from this car accident completely fine. I mean, a little scared because the last thing that I saw before I thought I was going to die was I looked up into my rear view mirror and see car lights approaching, going way too fast. But I walked away from that accident fine, and that that really did two things for me. One, it, it told me that I'm getting a second chance at life. You know, I had been through such a dark period. Uh, you know, I had definitely had some suicide ideation. I was obviously struggling with my mental health. I can actually remember the first day back at Temple, I we had to drive over a bridge to get to Temple, like to go towards the stadiums in Philadelphia. And I actually pulled the car over to the side of the road and I got out of the car and I kind of just stood over the bridge and looked down into the water below. And I thought to myself, like, yeah, that would do it. And I, I don't know what got me back in the car that day, but I got back in the car and finished the drive to work and went about my business. But that kind of felt like I had lost my life to some degree. But this car accident, for some reason, I just felt like I had a new life instead of I had escaped death. And that just, it just got me to really start living my life. And I started 
to approach my work with this whole new fervor. And I was just so in love with my life. And so it actually was the reason that kind of sprung me into this online fitness coaching business to start taking it full time because I knew that life was way too short to be doing something that you weren't 100% in love in. And I knew that if I could make online fitness coaching work for me, that I would love every single day of my life. And I'm at a point now where my life is pretty freaking awesome. And it's because of that story. It's because of what I went through last year and all through college, dating back to high school. And I'm just really grateful to be here to be able to share this with you. So that is my story. So that brings me to my next point that I want to talk about in this episode is why mind for muscle. So you can hear from my story that very little about my story has anything to do with building muscle or getting stronger or burning fat. It's really all about what's going on inside your mind. And what I've been able to do is I've been able to take the experiences that I've had that have transformed my mind and I've been able to apply them to building more muscle. And it's something that I use with my clients and it has drastically improved the results that I get with my own training as well as what they get too. It's just so much more than lifting a barbell. It's so much more than training and nutrition. It's all about your mindset, guys. And so that's why I have Mind for Muscle. And then there's also a reciprocal relationship. So what I found throughout college and throughout you know the last few years since college is that strength training while it does build your muscle, it also molds your mind. It's so powerful. The lessons that you get from the barbell are so powerful. They really do change your life. And that's something that I'm so proud of with myself and with my clients as well is all of my clients, they get promotions. They meet their dream girl while they're working with me. They quit their job to pursue their dream job. They have confidence that they've never had before. And they really do transform their lives by improving their physical fitness. And that's why I'm such a strong believer in the relationship between mind and muscle, which is why this podcast is the Mind for Muscle podcast. So lastly, I want to talk about what you guys can expect. So you guys can expect episodes twice a week. I'm going to go with a Tuesday and a Thursday upload schedule. And my plan right now is every three episodes, I'm going to have a guest on. Uh, so I'm going to have one episode where it's going to be mostly information-based. So I do have quite a lot of experience, quite a lot of knowledge in the field, and I do want to share that with you guys. Then I'm going to have one episode where we're going to focus on the mindset because changing your mindset, changing your environments, changing your habits is so powerful. It's such a vital part of my coaching. And I want to make sure that I relay that to you guys. And then lastly, the third episode in, in, in every three episodes is going to be with a guest. So that is my plan going forward. Uh, now, since uh, I'm going to wrap up the episode, make sure that you follow me on Instagram, Nick underscore Boletto. Add me on Facebook as a friend. My name is just Nick Boletto if you want to add me as a friend on Facebook because ultimately that's what I want to be. I want to be a friend to you guys and I want to help you guys not only transform your fitness, but I want to help you transform your life as well. If you guys enjoyed this episode, go ahead and leave a review as I said in the beginning and I look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode. Enjoy your day.